I think that there's a, a phrase that we um, are really turning people off with, and it's by telling people you have to have multiple streams of income. Everyone needs multiple streams of income. I think that that's the wrong way to put it. I think that you have the opportunity to have multiple streams of income and you're able to execute on that opportunity if you choose to. True, true. I mean, you know, I, you know what I say, eclectic equity, you know, saying get money always in all ways. What's up, world? Welcome to the Melanin Money Show, the official destination for personal finance, entrepreneurship, and wealth building for melanin millionaires. We will teach you the tools, the tips, the tactics, the hacks, and strategies you need to learn to become financially free so that you can be the wealth starter and legacy lever for your family. And I'm your host, George Action Palm, accompanied by co-host Jacqueline Shattuck and Carter Cofield. If you're ready to begin your journey to become a melanin millionaire, tune in, take notes, and let's go, go, go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the official first episode of the Melanin Money Show. I'm your host, George Achenpong, also co-hosted by Carter Cofield and Jacqueline Shattuck. What up, team? How y'all doing today? What's up? What's up? What's up? Happy to be here, man. Looking forward to this partnership, man. Looking forward to giving a tremendous game to the people. And yeah, looking forward to, you know, uh, closing that generation of wealth gap as we all want to do. Absolutely. Hey, we're just we're getting started. It's number one. We're setting the tone, setting the pace. You know, it is actually Wednesday. So how's your guys' week been? Hey, I mean, so far, so good. You know, happy hump day. It's raining in Charlotte today. Uh, maybe that's a great way to segue because we're we're doing something that's a little unorthodox, right? Like we are trying to coordinate our schedules every time we record and we're literally in three different places, right? I am in Charlotte, North Carolina. Jacqueline is in Atlanta, Georgia, and Carter normally is in Los Angeles. He's in his hometown right now, Chicago, as of this recording. Um, so, yeah, we, we bring y'all energy from all over, all over the United States, man. So, like, we, we hope you guys are excited what we have in store. So um, we just wanted to start off by setting the tone uh, for what this show is going to be about. Right. So Carter actually had his own podcast uh, before we decided to join forces with us and we had our own podcast. And so we are now bringing all that sauce together for this black wealth recipe. And so we wanted to make sure that we set the tone so that you guys can understand what this is all about. Right. Um, so number one, uh, two out of the three of us, Carter didn't get the memo, but two out of three of us right now are wearing the melanin money merch. Right. And so um, Melanin Money as a brand started off as a merchandise brand, right, to get out affirmations to help people of color feel inspired to march towards building wealth. Right. I, I knew from the moment that that brand was launched that it was going to be more than that. Right. And so as of this show, as of this show being live, not only is this a merchandise brand, it is also the most up-and-coming community for melanin millionaires, right? We have a community where you guys can join, you can learn, you can tap in, you can get guidance and advice on how to become a melanin millionaire. And of course, you are listening to the podcast right now, right? The first episode. So the question you might be asking yourself is, well, why, why roll up everything into this melanin money brand? Well, the reality is if you're looking at us on YouTube, right? All of us are of melanin descent, right? And so if we're being honest with ourselves, not that we want to exclude anybody else, but who we were organically serving already was people of color. 
And so we thought, why not go all in on being one of the top resources for you guys so she can understand what it takes to build wealth um, as someone that looks like you. So I just wanted to make sure you guys had that context. And, you know, after, unless Carter and Jacqueline have something to add to that, you know, we'll get into the topic of the day. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you uh, you posted on Instagram today, right? For every dollar that a white person has, a black person has 10 cents. So, again, we're not intentionally excluding anybody. We just have to take care of our own because there's a huge generational wealth gap. And in my opinion, the um, the, the main difference between uh, being wealthy and not wealthy is information, right? So yep. um, we're here to provide you all with that information and have some fun while we do it. Yeah. yeah. Carter, you made a good point. You said we have to take care of our own. And so being able to create generational wealth and being able to give back to others really starts with yourself. And you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. So if you're taking care of yourself financially, it's going to be so much easier to support your loved ones, your family, your friends, and eventually strangers that you don't know, right? So let's dive into the topic of actually helping you become a millionaire. Absolutely. So today we are going to talk about the melanin millionaire mindset. So this episode, if all goes well, will air on July 7th. Um, somewhere around there. And so as a result of that, I mean, we would basically be just over the hump for the halfway point of 2021, right? So 2021 is moving. But the good news is, if you're an athlete, if you ever played sports growing up, right, you know, at the end of the day, at halftime, you can make halftime adjustments, right? And so as we go into the second half of the year, we want to give you a blueprint, a mindset that you can use so that you can march on your journey towards becoming a melon millionaire. And we got five simple uh, uh, tips or points that we want to give you guys on this very first episode. So this can be the sounding board as we see you guys achieve that milestone of being the wealth starter for your family. All right. All right. So let's talk about the first one. Um, the first one is define your why. All right. So I heard this quote one time and it said, become a millionaire, not for the money that you'll make, but for the person that you must become to make the millions. Right. Yeah. Facts. That's a bar. That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's it right there. Because some people are like, oh, yeah, I want to become a millionaire. And then you start down this journey to make like maybe your first six figures outside of your job. And you're like, oh, this is tough. I might not want to do this. And so there's a lot of people that say they want to do something and then they get out there and they realize, okay, that's not exactly what I thought it was. And that's fine. But in defining your why, that's going to help you when times get hard, right? When you have to be consistent. So figuring out why it is that you're really doing something. Are you doing it just to say that you made seven figures in a year or, you know, to say that you made seven figures over your life? You have a million dollar net worth. Do you just want to brag about that? Or is there a real reasoning behind why you want to be a millionaire? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's incredibly important because what ends up happening is like when you have a superficial target. So for example, let's say your target is you want to look good on the beach um, in the summertime. That's why you want to have a six pack. Right. Well, what happens when summer summer goes away? Right. You're probably gonna pick up the snacks again, probably gonna get relaxed, right? But if you're a parent and you say, Man, I wanna make sure that when my kid looks at me, I'm the only I don't they don't have to look past the front porch to, to see their superhero, right? Or I wanna be healthy enough to make sure that I can be there for my kids to be active with them, right? So your your why has to be deeper than than surface level value. So it's no different than personal finance. If you have family members who are struggling, right, that you wanna be be a resource for, like just make sure that whatever it is for you is deeper than I want to stun on these niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause that, that can last for like how long, right? Until they say, Oh, nice car. And then they're gone. And then the first of the month, you're stuck with the bill, right? Like what is your why? 
Is it because you never saw anybody like you growing up and you knew the power of being able to see somebody obtain something that's not a rapper or athlete, right? Shout out new age CEOs, right? And you're an entrepreneur or whatever it is that you do. What is it? But just make sure you have a why that's big enough because desire is what's going to pull you, right? Discipline will push you, but desire will pull you. And your why that I found is something that will pull you. Yeah. So let's jump in. Like Carter, what's your why? Give us your why. Like you're obviously one of the leaders of the Million and Millionaires Club. What's your why for becoming a millionaire yourself? Yeah. So I heard um, a, a while ago that when your why is stronger, the how is easier. Right. Mm. So for me, it's just looking at my family. Right. Like I grew up on the south side of Chicago. It was nine of us in one home. And um, we we were happy, but we didn't have money. Right. It was just like we were used to money not being a resource that we had often. And that was fine. But as I grew up and I, and I went through college, I saw all the people with money. I was like, okay, this is not an okay mindset to have. And I had to debunk a lot of those myths, you know, of like, you know, money is a scarce resource. So again, I grew up in that. And just because I got it out the mud, I don't want my kids and my family to have to get out the mud. So I want to be the change maker for my family and then, um, you know, for people around me as well. Yeah. And George, and George, like, what's your why? Yeah, my why is that, you know, similar to Carter, right? Like when I grew up, I, I didn't necessarily know exactly that finances per se were the reason, the issue. I just knew that I heard no a lot, right? Um, and I knew that there was one uh, Christmas in particular. I had asked my mom for a PlayStation. I'd, I'd been asking her all year long. And then by the end of the, by the, by by the time Christmas time rolled around, uh, I saw what I thought was a PlayStation underneath the tree based upon the size of the box and it ended up being some tube socks, right? And so for me, that always stuck with me, not because I want to go out and buy a bunch of PlayStations, but the fact that I knew that my mom wanted to say yes, but she couldn't. And for me, I don't ever want money to be the primary driver in any of my decision making. Because at the end of the day, that's the essence of financial freedom. It's not that money isn't going to be thought about. It's that if I, if Carter calls me up and says, hey, G, let's do lunch in, in, in Columbia tomorrow, right? I'm only thing I'm thinking about is, Ooh, I'm like, can I cancel my meetings today? Do I have something going on? Not, I can't afford the flight, right? I just don't want money to be the primary driver in my decision making, right? So that whether it's something I'm truly passionate about that I want to do, something I want to help somebody else with, I want to be able to have the financial resources to be able to do it. Um, without that being the hurdle. Yeah, that's huge, honestly, because what we see a lot of times is people making moves out of desperation, right? Mm -hmm. Because you don't have money because you're lacking sources to be able to do the things that you want to do. You end up making these desperate choices. And so what I want people to think about is their why for doing something so that they can stay committed to the process. Because when you figure out, just like Carter said, like when your your why is so much bigger than your your how, like you'll figure out the how. Because that's what it was for me. My why was I was like, I don't understand why we're like why I was born into this very poor situation. And, you know, I have figured out the how. So I think when you figure out what it is that you want, there's always a way to achieve that. Big facts. Big facts. All right. Which brings us up to our second point. And if y'all hear any thunder in the background, y'all have to forgive it because it's raining like cats and dogs out here in North Carolina. And, you know, that, that brings us to our, our second point, right? You got to face the facts, right? And facing the facts could be scary, right? Because when it comes to facing the facts, whether it's your uh, your uh, bank account or your finances or whether it's your body, I always like to use the physical example because unless you, unless you get surgery, which is something that a lot of people do now, but unless you get surgery, like at the end of the day, your body is going to be a result of the food that you eat and the workouts that you put in, right? And so when you look in the mirror, not with the, the filter, not with the angle, not such 
sucking in, like that is who you are and what you got from a physical standpoint. And just like with your finances, right? When you think about how much money is in the bank account, when you think about how much money you have invested, when you think about how much debt you have, when you think about all the things that you need to address in order to feel financially secure, right? Those are things that you got, you got to face, right? And in that moment, it can feel naked and it can be feel very uncomfortable. But we want you to face the facts because you're not going to be able to know exactly where to go if you don't face that fact. Now, here, here's a great analogy. Let's say the lights were off at your house and it was dark, right? You're, you're trying to maneuver around and you're watching your step because you can't see, right? Now, you might turn the lights on and there might be a bunch of shit on the floor, right? But at least because the lights on, i.e. you have clarity, at least you know how to now maneuver. But when you don't have clarity about at least where you are, with your financial situation, that's going to put you in a, in a bad spot because you're now paralyzed because you're in that dark room and you don't want to stub your toe and you don't want to step on something. And so we got to make sure that we face the facts, but ultimately we want to keep the faith. So what do y'all think about that point? Um, I mean, I love it. I love it. I think that that's one of the hardest things to do. Um, and I heard a quote, I think it's about Jim Rohn, it's like 15 minutes of, of neglect can cause a year repair, right? So the longer you keep neglecting, the further um, into financial despair, um, that you that you're eventually going to be. So I think you know one of the the harder things for people to do was take that look in the mirror and say, hey, where do I stand today? Because it's honestly kind of impossible to know where you where you want to go or where you're going if you don't even know where you're starting from, right? So again, facing the facts and you know it's not we all have our baggage and things like that, but like again, if you know where you are, it's it's even easier to know where you want to go. You know what? Real quick to that point, you made me think about something. Um, to, to your quote, I'll give you another quote. If you keep keep kicking the can down the road, eventually you're going to run out of road, right? So at some point, you got to pick it up. You got to face the facts, but keep the faith. Jacqueline, I thought you were going to I, 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 I assume that you were like the third person to go. Like, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Facing the facts. It is one of the hardest things to do, to look in the mirror and say, hey, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. Like, hey, I am overspending. Nobody is forcing me to do this. I'm spending more than I should be. And it's causing me to go into debt or it's keeping me from putting money into things that are going to increase my net worth and that are going to grow my wealth. And so it's just facing the facts. And maybe this isn't for you. Maybe building wealth and being a millionaire is not for you. And that's like a tough conversation. That's a tough fact for you to face that like, yeah, maybe I'm just not cut out for that. And that's okay. We've met people like that before. And like, yeah, I'm not really cut out for this, like very rigid, you know, seven figure millionaire lifestyle. Like I kind of want to chill and I want to, you know, hang out and I don't want to, you know, face the facts of it's going to be, you know, this amount of work. So I think that is just important for you to just take a look in the mirror. Maybe you need to ask a friend, ask an accountability partner, like, hey, like, what do you think? Like, what am I doing? You know, that's where obviously financial planners um, coaches, advisors come into play because they're able to give you a realistic understanding of where you are, you know, and like, and like Carter said, you have to know where you are in order to know where you're going to go. What were you yeah, and I think, I think facing the facts is deeper than just like the money facts, right? It's like face debunking the myths of financial literacy. Like if you like, if you think money is a scarce asset, it's impossible for you to be a millionaire. That's just, you know, one of the things. So I think it's even further than facing the facts of you financially facing the, the mindset blocks that you were probably taught as a kid, it's not your fault, but it is ultimately your fault to repair those. Yeah, one book that I recommend that might be helpful with that is a book called Killing Sacred Cows by Gary Gunterson. It's a great book, right? It's a great book. And to Jacqueline's point, like, here's, the th- here's what I would say. 
anybody can say they want to do something. Anybody can say they want to be a millionaire. Anybody can say they want a six pack, but your actions will determine if you're telling the truth or you're a liar, because it's easy to say what you want, right? The, the, the actions and the habits determine if that's actually what you want, right? So just be very mindful of your actions, be very mindful of your habits, because ultimately that is going to drive the outcome. Yeah, but I think one of those things, before we move on to the next point, what Carter was saying about being in an abundance mindset, my quote is like, is uh, frugality is founded on the principle that all riches have limits. So if you're a frugal person, then you're thinking from a mindset of like, oh, there's not enough. There's not going to be enough. And that's a very closed minded mindset to have, because I think that once you look out here and you see that there's so many opportunities to make money, I think that there's a a phrase that we um, are really turning people off with. And it's by telling people you have to have multiple streams of income. Everyone needs multiple streams of income. I think that that's the wrong way to put it. I think that you have the opportunity to have multiple streams of income and you're able to execute on that opportunity if you choose to. True, true. I mean, you know, I, you know what I say, eclectic equity, you know, saying get money always in all ways. You know what I mean? Um, but nah, so evaluate where you are and that is going to be the sounding board for where you can go next. All right. So now let's get tactical. You got to define your target, right? You got to define your target. You cannot hit a target that you cannot see. You have to get specific. You have to say, this is what I want to accomplish. This is when I want to accomplish it. I think they we call it SMART goals, right? Um, Carter, you want to give us the acronym for what SMART goals is? Um, so is it specific, measurable, uh, achievable, uh, realistic, and the last, what's, what's T stand for? I'm time. 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 Yeah, time. Again, so like that, that, those are all great points because you have to have each of those different pillars um, defined for your specific situation. Again, everybody's situation is different, but for me, so like, let, let me give you all a quick story. For me, this is how um, someone broke it down to me that made that made a million dollars seem so easy. So I was sitting sitting with a good friend of mine, uh, Terry Gioma, that owns the Trade and Travel. Shout out Terry. Yeah, shout out Terry. She's a millionaire, right? And as you know, it's fine. And um, we sat down for dinner, and then telling about my, telling her about my goals. She was like, "Well, this is how I break down a million dollars. Make it very simple." She looked at how much her courses were, and then she obviously defined divided that by how many um, divided a million by how much her courses were. That's how many people she had to sell courses to. Right, really easy. And then she looked at her conversion rate. It was like, all right. I need to just get in front of this many people because if I get in front of you know a thousand people, my conversion rate is X. Then that's all I have to do to be a millionaire. And that was the easiest and like calmest way somebody ever kind of taught me how to think about making a million dollars. And it made it seem so much easier than this just this you know daunting. astronomical daunting number. Right, just like really easy. Put the numbers to it. Put in the work. So yeah. um, I, I love that. Define your target. For a second, I want you to imagine a club, a club that is exclusively designed to help you transform your relationship with money, a club that creates the pathway and the guiding light for someone who is an aspiring melanin millionaire, the one who wants to be the wealth starter in their family. Now, instead of imagining, I want you to learn a little bit more about the Melanin Millionaires Club, because that is exactly what we've created right? We've created an ecosystem where you can finally get the clarity that you're looking for when it comes to your finances to give you the confidence that you now know exactly where you're headed so you can make better financial decisions and ultimately give you that feeling of control that you've been seeking instead of your finances feeling like they control you. Let me tell you a little bit about what you can expect 
as a part of the Melanin Millionaires Club. Number one, you're gonna get access to money challenges, you know, and different challenges to help you level up with your money in fun and creative ways. You're gonna get access to a community of like-minded people who are all on the same journey of marching towards financial freedom in their own right. You're gonna have an opportunity to win money milestones so that we can award you on your journey to becoming that melanin millionaire. You're gonna get access to guides and resources that you need to be able to dive deeper on your money journey. My most favorite and important probably aspect of this platform is you getting access to my pocket advisor, which is our flagship feature where literally it's like having myself and other advisors right in your pocket. Because let's be honest, right? You can take a course or even try to Google the information that you're looking for. But sometimes knowing that you can have a mentor that you can just call on and ask a specific question is worth its weight in gold. So you get that as a part of the premium membership. You get access to classes to learn about a variety of different money topics. There's channels with a bunch of different money content like Netflix, but for financial education, right? You have investment opportunities, right? From time to time when they present themselves, I'm going to share different investment opportunities exclusively with my network. Not to mention, if you sign up today, you're going to get access to seven other bonuses just for being a part of the network. So if that sounds like something that would be valuable to you, I strongly encourage you to click the link link in the show notes and learn more about the Melanin Millionaires Club and how you can be the first generation millionaire in your family. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, the easiest way to eat an elephant is one piece at a time. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and to take a step back from the million dollar number, right? It's like a hundred thousand. What is it? 273 a day. You know what I mean? You don't think that you can, you don't have a product or service or enough value to create an average of $273 a day, right? If that's your first target, is that six figures, right? And if you want it in a month, you just reverse engineer it. Like I'm smiling because it's so, it's so easy, right? It's so easy when you just break it down, right? Stop thinking about the, Here's how I like to put it, right? Let's look at it as if we were we were baking a cake. And I don't bake cakes, so I, this analogy might be a little skewed. But when you want to bake a cake, right, you have all these different ingredients. You have butter, you have flour, you have baking soda, you have all this stuff that you have to put inside of the cake. You have the time that you have to put it in the oven, et cetera, right? And even if you know nothing about baking, you probably can follow a recipe, right? The recipe is going to get you to a certain place. And that's how I feel it, like it is about getting in shape and about like getting to a certain target from a wealth building perspective, right? You just have to do the daily ingredient. I mean, add the daily ingredients to your recipe and ultimately you're going to look up and you're going to be there, right? But if you focus on, I want to be a millionaire, right? You're not focusing on, okay, am I mastering my craft? Did I sell to those three people that I have to sell to every day, right? Like those small ingredients ingredients, then you're always going to miss the mark, right? Focus on the tactics and you will hit the target. I'm going to say that again. Focus on the tactics and you will hit the target. Sometimes your head is so far in the clouds about all these things that don't matter and how stuff is placed on your website. And like, what is the goal? How many customers do you need to acquire each day, each week, each month to hit your target? To to Carter's point, what is the act? What is the, your conversion rate based upon your conversion rate? How many people do you need to get in front of, right? You focus on those tactics 
tactics, the result is damn near inevitable, right? So for whatever your goal is, that's how you reverse engineer. You break it down into bite-sized chunks and figure out the tactics and focus on those daily actions. And that's how you're going to get there. Yeah, you break it down and you write it down. I think you got to write it somewhere. I mean, at the very least, if you put it down in your phone, in your notes, like that's a start. But I think that you need to write it down. You need a little post-it note in front of you or a whiteboard that keeps you accountable. I would say when you're defining your target, you need to write it down somewhere. I love that. I have a friend that, um, you know, wants to make a million dollars. And she has on her phone the daily, whatever, how, how much she has to make a day, right? So I think it's like a little less than $2,800 a day. So mm-hmm. every day before she goes to sleep, charge her phone, she has to ask herself the question, did I make that $2,800 today, right? Or did I make more? So it just, again, I love that writing it down and looking at it every day because, again, we can get caught up in the day-to-day and forget what our overarching goals are. Yeah, like what is the actual, like what is most important? Like people get caught up in the minutia of all this stuff. Like I think Carter, I don't know if you, you remember the exact quote, but you, you reposted it. Somebody else recently reposted it, but it was something along the lines of sometimes people are so busy working that they don't have enough time to get, well, I can't remember what it was, but. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's like if you, if you spend all your time working, it's impossible to be rich, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Which means if you're just like in the weeds, right? Like you're just going through the motions, right? Like if here's the thing, there's a big difference between transformation and and um what's so transformation and maintenance and maintaining right transforming and maintaining right when you want to transform you have to do something different when you want to maintain you just keep doing what you're doing so for example let's say you have a decent body you're in decent shape you have okay money in your bank account right you just keep doing what you're doing because it's gonna uh, probably allow you to at least stay where you're at right but if you're not happy with where you're at you have to go into transformation mode right you have to do something every time you go in the gym it has to be harder than it was last time. Because if it was if it was the same, then your body is, is an adaptability mechanism, right? It's going to keep you on even keel. You got to break those muscles down every single time harder than you did it before. And that is the only way to transform. So it's no different than what your finances are, right? Like if you keep the same habits, if you're only making the same amount of money, if you're only saving the same amount, what do you think is going to happen? Nothing is going to change. Now that doesn't supersede the fact that being consistent with whatever you're doing is important, but ask yourself on this day that I get a little bit better, that I push myself a little bit more than I did on the previous situation. Because I have this quote that I say that life is all about making voluntary deposits into the bank account. Because some days life is going to make a withdrawal and you don't want to overdraft, right? There's going to be some days beyond your control where shit, you retire, you overslept. Maybe you had to want too many drinks, whatever it is. But as long as you made proactive deposits when you were able, right? Then that is all that matters. You know what I'm saying? That's how you end up staying ahead and that's how you hit your goals. Yeah. I think our next point was to create your plan, but I also think that it makes sense to have the point of you have to change your environment because Talk. like like you're saying, George, for if you want the same result, keep doing what you're doing right now. But if you want different results, you have to do something differently. So I push this point of like an easy way to change your environment is to start with your phone. Just change your phone change what apps are in your phone, change what you're using the most. Like if you know that you're spending way too much time on social media, just scrolling, set time limits on there. Your phone will kick you off. And then guess what? When it tells you, hey, your time limit is up, you are going to make the choice to continue to do what you're doing. Mm, Facts. 
or to switch. And and I think that fits in here because like creating a plan could one of the pillars in creating your plan could be changing your environment, right? Which I think Ooh. is one of the most powerful. See, I saved you right there. No, that that's one of the most powerful things you can do from an anything standpoint. If you want to become an entrepreneur, hang out with entrepreneurs. If you want to become a millionaire, hang out with millionaires. It's very very simple. You are the three to five most people that you hang around. We all heard that quote before, but it's so so true. So actually, let's let's wrap that up. So let's give our own like favorite part of creating a plan. So it seems like Jack, Jacqueline's um, one of her favorite things to do about creating a plan is to change your environment, right? Um, one of my things as far as like, you know, uh, creating a plan for me to become a millionaire, I love automation. I don't like to be defined by or left up to my daily habits, right? So I believe in automating as much as possible. So when that comes to investing, when that comes to saving, whatever, I love automating everything because again, we're all human. We all make mistakes. We all, you know, have our, have our vices, but when you automate things and do as much as you can to remove yourself from the equation, I think that you just set yourself up for better success. So as far as creating a plan goes for me, I would look at what aspects of my finances can I automate to get myself out the way, whether that's putting your bills on auto pay, right? Whether that's um, setting your um, investments on auto pool, right? Whatever it's you need to do to remove yourself as much as you possibly can, I believe that that will help you in the long run. Big facts, big facts. Big Draco, shout out to Big Draco <laughs> and, uh, and the verses, on the verses. But now for me, one of the most important parts of the plan is um, creating a champion's checklist, right? And for me, a champion's checklist is a binary approach to my day. There's no maybe, there's no I worked hard, it's yes or no, right? So creating my champion's checklist, because if I'm a champion, the champion of my life, right? I need to be able to look myself in the mirror every single day and say, did I do what champions do? Did I show up like a big dog, right? Yes or no, in a few specific categories, right? And for me, it's always going to be well around. It's never going to be just around finances. Obviously, I know this is what our show is centered around, but whatever those categories are for you, um, or whatever those tactics are for you, having a champions checklist that you can easily check off and say yes or no every single day. Um, I think that's an incredible part of a plan is making sure that you have that. Because again, if you have those tactics, if you have those ingredients for your recipe, it's almost impossible not to be able to make that thing happen. No, that makes a lot of sense because you have to get a win every day. Mm -hmm. You have to, whether it's automated or not, <laughs> you have to get a win every single day. So that makes a whole lot of sense. Big facts, big facts. All right, so let's move on to our fifth point. Before we move on to our fifth point, let's just do a quick recap because I know we probably did a couple of tangents along the way. So number one, define your why. Number two, face the facts. Number three, define your target. Number four, create a plan. And then number five, the hard one, the real hard one, right? Because you can create a pretty plan on paper. You can maybe even face your, you know, face the facts. You can even define your why. But the hard part is, are you going to be able to do this over and over and over and over again? So the fifth point is commitment and consistency. Deciding and doing over and over. Deciding and doing. Deciding and doing. Commitment and consistency. So let me ask you guys this. Jacqueline, you can go first. How do you remain consistent and committed throughout all of the variables that can happen in life? And, and if you have moments where you fall by the wayside, how do you pick yourself up to remind yourself, like, I got to keep going? Because we all are going to fall short right at times, right? Yeah. So I actually have a small whiteboard that I keep around my office. And every day I write on top of it today's goals. And then I have goals for the month. 
And then towards the bottom of it, I have larger goals. And so on my today's goals, like I'll write maybe five or six of the biggest things that I want to get done for that day. And then it keeps me motivated by getting to check those things off of the list. And a lot of times checking those today's goals off of the list are part of monthly goals. So that's what helps keep me consistent, you know, and my why, of course, building generational wealth um, and helping others. That's that's also tied up in that. Um, when I do fall off track, honestly, it's I have one video in particular from YouTube that has probably like 40 million views that I've been watching for like the last eight years, I think. It's on on there like eight or nine years, but it's like a dream motivation kind of like little clip that somebody put together that that is my go-to. It's been my go-to. Like the first time I listened to it, I think I cried because it was my journey journey to being a millionaire at the beginning of it. And like that was kind of start part of me getting started. And so there's like one particular video that I go back to a lot. And sometimes I just go to other videos that are motivational because Sometimes you just need to hear something like you already know it, right? Like, I don't even know who's listening to this right now, but I know that you can become a millionaire. Why? Because I've seen so many people do it. So many people with probably less resources than you, less skills, less understanding of how the markets work, and they've figured out how to make it happen. So I know that you can make it happen too. And sometimes you just need to hear that. Yeah. Um, Jacqueline, do we go ahead? Uh, hopefully we can drop that video in the show notes because I'm uh, definitely, definitely uh, want to ch- chime into that. But yeah, so mine is, is two things, right? It's one way I stay committed and the other way is how I stay consistent, right? So I stay committed with my morning routine. The most important thing I do every day without a shadow of a doubt is my morning routine. The first hour of my day is locked. Nobody can get in touch with me, no emails, no phone calls. The president of the United States couldn't talk to me if he wanted to. That first hour of the day is for me to get um, in, a po- in a powerful state for me to win the day, right? So that's meditation, that's stretching, that's motivational videos, um, that's reviewing my goal for the day, right? So that morning routine re- recommits me every single day. And again, I do not miss it. I am not the same without it. So I think having a strong morning routine can keep the best of us committed. Yeah. Now, how I now how I say consistent is simple. Um, no scoreboard watching. So Neil Davis has this quote that I've been you know I stole like about a year and a half ago, and it's um no scoreboard watching. So I don't care what I did yesterday. What I did yesterday is in the past, right? I'm starting a new day, and how can I become my best version of myself today? So if my goal was to make three thousand dollars a day to become a millionaire, and I made six thousand yesterday, I don't care about yesterday. I still have a three thousand dollar goal today to get to my goal. So no scoreboard watching for me is how I stay most consistent. Um, because again, every day is a new day and I'm treating it as if I have something to go, you know, something to go eat, something to go kill today. And uh, yeah, that's so for me, uh, the morning routine and no scoreboard watching is how I stay committed and consistent. Yo, the no scoreboard watching is so powerful, right? The reason why it's so powerful is because again, it goes back to those voluntary deposits when you're able, right? And so, because if you scoreboard watch that, like, well, technically I could slack today because I, I hit I hit 6,000 yesterday, so I don't really got to hit it today. But you never know when life is going to pre- present a scenario where you can't uh, show up or can't do something, right? So I think it almost guarantees that you're going to exceed your goal because you're never, you're never trying to like go back to look at like, oh, what did I do yesterday? Yesterday, right? Nobody likes the the guy who talks about their stories, their glory days from high school. Oh, like, dude, you're, you're 30 now, right? Like, what do you what have you done for me lately? <laughs> so no, I, I love that, guys. And so 
when Carter was talking, it made me think that we you know what we should come up with. It should be very simple and maybe everybody can tweak it themselves, but we can at least give them a framework. But the melanin millionaire morning, right? Mm. I feel like I feel like if we have a standard, like, hey, look, this is what we do. And again, you can like Carter always like to say it's like a grocery store. You can take what you want, leave what you don't, right? So, but at least if we give you guys maybe a framework, I think there's something super powerful with having a defined like morning routine. Because here's the thing: the same way people are gonna feel energized on July 1st because it's a fresh start. Imagine being able to create that fresh start every single day by winning with that morning routine. So I have a morning routine, but I haven't thought about it in that way or presenting it uh, as a framework potentially for someone else to leverage. So count on me, count on us. We're going to give you guys the Melanin Millionaire Morning. Um, You'll be able to grab that exclusively inside of the Melanin Millionaires Club, right? And that is where, that's a great way to round out this episode, right? So this first episode was to help you guys understand more about what Melanin Money is all about as a platform, um, the information and insights that we're going to provide you along your journey. But what better way to provide you those insights than you guys locking arms with us inside of a space that's exclusively and uniquely designed for people that look just like you on the same journey as you, right? So that'll be available inside the Melanin Millionaires Club. And guys, we're just ecstatic for this journey, right? We're going to have opportunities for you guys to share your wins, share your milestones, because we want to show people how possible it is to achieve these goals of becoming financially free. Yeah, those are great points. I like the the morning thing. You know me, I'm a morning person wannabe. So, you know, <laughs> I think that that makes a lot of sense. So we'll definitely have to put that framework together. Yep. Yep. And one thing we can do, depending upon who wants to jump on the train, is I think I mentioned this to Carter last time I was maybe in L.A., I think. But one thing that I used to do that I thought was really cool. I got it from David Shans. Shout out to David Shans, my guy. Um, get an accountability partner, accountability group, and y'all tell each other your goals at the beginning of the week, right? And whoever doesn't complete those goals, right? Y'all, you have to pay up, basically. You have to put money into the pot, right? And then if it's just another person, I guess whoever wins, they can take the money or whatever they want to do with it. Or y'all can decide collectively to do something with the money, you know, maybe put it to good use. The goal is for nobody to get money, obviously, right? But at the end of the day, I think that could also be a a little motivator for you guys, you know, something that you can do to really like kick yourself in the butt um, to make, make sure that you hit those goals. But uh, nonetheless, we'll make sure. Wait, you got- so you do that? Hmm? Wait, so you do that? I did at one point. I don't, I haven't done it in a while. I mean, I still, you know, still hit my goals, but I haven't done that for a particular tactic in a while. Mm, I'll take your money. I mean, what y'all, what y'all trying to do? Hey, say look. <laughs> what y'all trying to do? All right, we, 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 we it to the group chat. Yeah, we go work this out after the, but just, I love that because we on the spot, we just committed again to doing something else, right? Um, that helps us, you know, um, get to our, you know, millionaire goals, right? We're going to define a target in the chat every week and then see if we get to that target. And again, that's just us letting the, uh, uh, the listeners know that one, we're not perfect. And two, we still do things to push ourselves every day. Yep. And we'll, and we'll talk about it each week, right? Oh, crap. Okay. okay. Who, got the money? Who got the money? And it's okay. also going to force you to be realistic with your goals. Because what some people do is they just, they kid themselves, right? You put all this stuff on your calendar and the next thing you know, boom, gets moved, boom, gets moved, boom, gets moved. Next thing you know, it's sparking the end of the year. And you've been moving something since January, right? So it's going to force you to be realistic with your goals because you don't want to keep giving money away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I, I, guys, I know I got, I got a couple things in there. We're going to see for sure. Right. Um, we're going to push back because we do want you to stretch. Realistic doesn't mean shrink your goals, right? It just means committing and being thoughtful about your capacity and what is the highest driver, right? What is the most important thing you should be focused on? So it's not like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym for five minutes. Not nah, like, no, we, you still got to have real goals, right? <laughs> it's not going to be a cake. 
Um, but anywho, guys, this is the People's Podcast. So it's going to be very important for you guys to let us know the topics you want to hear, the people that you want us to invite on. I mean, we already got a, a pretty heavy roster of people that are in our ecosystem that we're going to invite. But if there's people like, yo, we got to have this guy on. We got to have this girl on. We got to hear y'all break down this topic. As you know, Carter is the tax guru. So, you know, he's definitely going to be giving y'all some game on how to really take your, you know, take the, your tax knowledge to the next level so that you can leverage that information to build wealth. Right. Because at the end of the day, no one wants to become an expert at paying off debt or an expert at investing or an expert at taxes. What happens is we learn these skill sets to empower us to get access to more money so that we can use those resources to become financially free. It's all just a means to an end. Right. So get in where you fit in, but understand what your target is and what your why is. And ultimately, that's how you're going to be able to get to that destination of being able to wave that financial freedom flag one day and be able to do what you do, what you love. Right. Be on the yacht on a Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? Uh, living your best life. So that's all I got, guys. What y'all got? Anything else you got for the people on, the first, on episode one of the Melon and Money show? Um, no, looking forward to more episodes, guys. Stay tuned. We got some big announcements coming up. Um, super excited to you know drop in knowledge and give y'all you know, amazing resources. So just stay tuned. Right. And how could I forget? This is important, guys. We, all of us, shut down a previous podcast to be able to bring you guys this value for free and start fresh. So the only thing we're asking of you guys, the only thing we're asking of you guys is to leave a five-star review if you love this episode or believe that you'll love the content to come, right? Make sure that you subscribe. And then if you're on social media, share it in your stories and tag Melanin Money. If you can do those three things, we're going to pick a winner and we're going to give away three items from the Melanin Money store, right? We're going to drip you up. You know what I'm saying? Clean up on aisle six. You know what I'm saying? We're going to drip you up real good. All right. So all you got to do, subscribe, leave a five-star review. If you're on social media, tag us in the story so that we can get the word out, right? This literally, this entire show is dedicated to you, right? Aspiring Melanin Millionaires. If y'all can do that for us, we'll be eternally grateful and we promise to bring y'all the fire when it comes to this content. What? Yeah, we already bring the fire. Like, if you, listen, <laughs> if you listen to the end, then you know you're getting some real value. I know you're going to get off of here and you're going to create your plan. Or if you already created your plan, you're going to execute on your plan. And next thing you know, you're going to look up and you're going to be a Melanin millionaire and you're going to be in your free merch because you posted us on social media <laughs> i love it let's go that call to action tap in with the tap in with the crew and hey, we appreciate you guys until next time thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the melanin money show if you like this episode please do us a huge favor leave us a five-star review and if you're not already subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend because we're providing this valuable game so that you can level up as an aspiring melanin millionaire. Again, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week.